My talkers, we made it to Lori and Julia on this Tuesday afternoon. We've got big prizes for you this afternoon. Each hour, we're going to be giving away a pair of tickets to the birthday bash on July 21st at Lush. So be sure to listen in for that sounder. We're going to piggyback off of that into Lori's birthday week. So let's have a little fun. Uh, Listen, I'm I'm tired because I started Friday with Rod Stewart and Sheep Trek. Then a mellow concert from a boat watching, listening to Trampled by Turtles and the Jayhawks. Uh, and then last night off, no, Sunday night off, and then last night downtown for sold-out show for the Linda Lindas and Japanese <laughs> breakfast. Okay, I was the oldest 24-year-old, Casey and I. Uh-huh. Were, the were you who, really the oldest people? There, no, no, there were people who, because it was an all-ages okay, show. Okay, yeah. I mean, I saw some, like, 12-year-olds there wow. with their parents. and huh. um, But I would say the crowd was... Um, Seventy percent women, thirty percent guys. All right, maybe sixty forty. There were really a lot of guys, but it was very much an eighteen to twenty five year old crowd, and um, uh, the Linda Lindas were terrific. And you know, we get get downtown early enough because we ate at the depot, and I hadn't seen the Prince mural. Which overlooks the First Avenue parking lot. I love that. Kitty corner. Yes. And you get out of your car and there he is. And it's so stunning in person. And I ran over and the sun's just glaring. I'm like, Casey, you got to get a picture. You know, it's the cutest picture. So it's on Instagram. Casey took the cutest picture of you um, behind Prince Grant. I don't, oh, I don't know if you can see my, if you see me put, holding it up for you. Oh, Lori yeah. just looks so darn cute. Oh, yeah. In front of the mural. I saw that on uh, oh, the old socials it's this the morning. the cutest picture. I put it everywhere. Yeah. Wearing a know. great shirt, too. Love it. Yes. Thank you. Uh, keep your politics out of my uterus. Thank you very much. Thank That's you very for much. everybody. Your body, your choice. But um, anyway, so we ate at the uh, depot and it was packed because it was a sold out show. But we right. got, there, got there early enough because I want to. You know me, I like to park in a surface lot. No ramps for me. Thank you very much. I'm allergic to ramps ever since I got trapped. At, uh, Where I, I did you get trapped? Because you really, this is your aversion. You're well, like, we, I'd rather walk five blocks and be in a ramp. No, not me. Not me. I don't like the circular motion. I don't like all the people getting in and out. I want a surface exit, boom, out. And um, so Casey takes a picture. We go in, get something to eat. Uh, and... Um, I mean, it takes a long time to get everybody in because they're checking IDs, vaccination status. And so it was like we kept waiting. And I'm finally like, I hear music. I think the Linda Lindas, I think they start on time for an all ages show. Sure. Because an all ages show, there's probably because the Linda Lindas are 11 to 17. And that's my favorite. The band is 11 to 17. The, grand. the drummer is yes. 11. Yeah. And with Japanese Breakfast and the Linda Lindas, their big tour bus, along with like, it looked like a motorcycle, uh, you know, trailer for their equipment right. was parked right downtown. And they did say that they'd gotten there on Sunday because they'd gone to the Mall of America. Ah. Uh, and, you know, kind of talked about that. So anyway, we got in and Casey and I kind of have a little sneaky way that we get up close and. You know our little little things that we have with I all of our venues. Do. Yes, yeah. you do. I love to be right of the stage, not left of the stage, right yes. of the stage. So we we duck walked through some people, and then Casey's already standing, so nobody's yelling at him because 
he's five five and a half, yeah. so you can't. <laughs> and then I duck, you know, and I I kind of slowly pop re- up, pop, pop up. up to your five seven stature. That's right, Julia. I don't want anyone. Oh my get... gosh, there's two more inches on that man. Yeah, <laughs> she just grew twenty inches. I in know, I know, oh, I know. But it was packed in there because I haven't Good. been to a sold out show there in a while. Well, it's been long. I think the last show I was at. First Avenue was a sold-out suburb show in February 14th of 2020. I remember when you went to that, but I want to back up to the Linda Lindas, okay? Because you said the youngest is 11. Are they... It, the same family or no 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 maybe maybe two of the girls okay the the, the seventeen year old guitar player with the mullet was so I was so taken with her and she they did a go go song I knew they were they sounded like the go gos to me yeah and I saw her with her mom over by the merch they must all travel with their parents yes yeah? and I had her sign my ticket stub ah. wow that's awesome and just like I realized I did go to another all ages show. Um, after Katy Perry, Duffy was oh. at first Avenue, and I had her sign my tickets. And I remember when you first saw Duffy, you know. Oh, she was so good. What? That was when her big hit, yeah, that big album, that first album, yeah. and then she disappeared. She did. She remember got she, kidnapped or something. She had got kidnapped and then Held was against molested. Her, yes, against it was terrible. Will. Terrible. Forgot about that. Yes. Ter- well, know, we that didn't know about it, and she just told us maybe a couple years right. ago, but that's why she, went she disappeared. Right. Yeah. So anyway, she was really nice and you know, I said, I love your shag and you know, she signed my second stuff. And I think Rocco has a song of theirs that will play at the cat video festival called cats yes yes there is there's a song called cat and it's got cats and all the video yes, of it and yes and there's some of their merchandise is right. cats and one yep. of the guitar players had her whiskers paint you know on her face and did you so you guys are right they are pretty much a family so oh, except for the one girl yeah the one girl 11 year old is the younger sister to her 14 year old sister who is the guitarist so the 11 year old drummer okay. then their 13 year old cousin who is bass oh, okay. and then their longtime family friend 17 year old Bella Salazar Isn't is the guitarist crazy? yeah and you found them on Jimmy Kimmel yeah wow it's like the Jonas Brothers, but girls. Yeah, right. It's like Hanson, but girls. Yes. So, so then the Japanese Japanese breakfast came out, and um, they really this dreamy, synthy pop, you know. And I, and I think right away, oh boy, this is Casey isn't. I was just gonna say Casey's eyes are probably rolling over. Yeah, he. This is gonna be, and you know, people were so excited, and um, you know, how long did you last? <sighs> I, Five minutes, ten. Two no, songs? no, no. We probably stayed for like a, a, after the sixth song. Casey's like, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> and, I mean, I really bought the tickets for the, the opening yeah, act. You, did, you know, right. I, I, I had just listened to a Japanese breakfast was on something, and anyway, it just wasn't Casey's, you know, thing. But you know, so we. But when I left, I had the guy stamp me because I didn't want to walk out in shame that I was leaving You're so early. Yeah. <laughs> we're coming out. back. We're just getting some air. That's right. I mean, yeah. like, we're just going to go have a cigarette. The I hope coming Irish. back. People do leave I for that. I love that you oh. get shame. Who cares? They don't know you. Julia, I know, but I just couldn't in good consciousness. It's so funny. Leave. Pretend. I just had to pretend I was coming back. <laughs> <You're so funny. laughs> I get it. <laughs> Irish exit out of there without and actually then, Irish right, exiting. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, so, and then I went and did a real good thing and made an 8 a.m. doctor appointment for myself. So oh. that was, like, not a special thing to do for the birthday girl. No. <laughs> After nope. a late-night concert. Well, it wasn't that not late. late were you home by 9.30? No, no, we were probably home by 10.30. <laughs> you know, but, it's my kind of night. Yeah, I know yeah. it is. And the Linda Lindas came right on time. I mean, they started at maybe 8.05. So on all ages shows, they start on time. And... Cheap Trick came out at 7.35 on Friday night. They did. I love it when bands start in time. I know you do. I really, I think that's, I think that's respectful <laughs> to the audience. Yes. And then the big music news today, Bruce Springsteen and the East e Street Band are confirmed at the Excel Energy Center, yes. March 5th, 2023. Tickets go on sale when? Well, you get you can register for Ticketmaster Verified Fan now through Sunday, okay. July 17th. For a chance to buy tickets on Thursday, July 21st. I love it. So that's and how you Lori get it. And is, is trying to date Mr. X, and I'm trying to date Mr. Cell. <laughs> right. <laughs> trying to get in with Excel and seeing how we do. Yeah. To just write on someone's coattails for that. All oh, right. Lori. He, he's, that's, he's so good. That's big news. Yeah, it is, is big news. I we just, were hoping it was going to happen. Right. One more quick thing. The Cat Video Festival, you have to have all your videos in. We're still taking submissions through this Friday. And Miss Kitty uh, won the contest. A friend of ours, Cat, is the Cat Festival oh, really? spokesman. Yeah, cool. Amy's. Amy's from Hammernex. So her kitty cat is the spokesperson, which is fun. The cutest cat. I know. Way. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with the stories we can't get enough of. Thank you, Grant. And I want to remind people, tomorrow we are going to be at Creative Hero Design in Hastings mm -hmm. doing our broadcast live. Yes. Yeah, that's kind of fun. We never get down to that side of, you know, the cities very yeah, often. We've been side. down there since the project down in Dirty, and we were lifting. Sandbox. Sandbox. Yeah. I'm excited. So, and we had so much fun when we went to their location in Roseville. Mm -hmm. And we've got tickets each hour tomorrow, today, and then at your show tomorrow. So, if you're coming to watch you guys tomorrow, we also are giving away two sets of tickets on site. So, when you get to your show, if oh, you're coming for the to birthday watch party? for the birthday party, so if they're coming to watch you guys, they can register on site. You don't have to be there to win. You just have to be there to register. Okay. And you can also win two pairs tomorrow if you come watch Lori and Julia at Creative Hair Design. So that awesome. Be fun. Yeah. Thank you. And we might have some books to give away, too. Okay. So I didn't even start watching it until very, very late last night, The Bachelorette. But I watched the whole thing, and I liked it. Welcome to girly season with the two Bachelorettes. Yeah. It's going to be a season like no other. Yeah. Season 19. Yeah. The moon is high in the night sky, and... Well, the ladies, well, I always loved the first episode anyway with everyone getting out of the limousine. And whatever goofy thing they're going to do to try to stand out. But yeah. it's, it's two bachelorettes and it's the two women that Clayton from the last season, which I think it's been a while now, mm -hmm. um, he was in love with three women and he chose someone else besides these two. Yeah, no, we had too much bachelor. We yeah, had we like four or five bachelors. COVID was bachelor's friend. It was too much. And then it got to much. be too much, yes. And it, uh, we have two leads for the entire duration of the show, because, which means, you know, things will not be going according to plan, because, like, there is no plan. But I do think that this, I do think this was a good episode. I did, too. Gabby and Rachel. And, yes. And one of them's a flight instructor, and one of them's an ICU nurse. And I liked when we got to see them after the last Bachelor, after the Rose, when they realized that they were being you know, chosen on live TV, that they were going to be the next Bachelorettes. And Gabby, I like that she wants to take the winds out of everyone's sails, basically, and kind of give them crap. I'm here mm -hmm. for that. And also, I liked that, um, I, spoiler alert, but I, I liked that they, 
got rid of the magician and the twins right Uh, away. I'm like, yes, that's the way, you know, that's the way to do it. Get rid of the obvious ones. There's not even anything there. Don't make them stand through the the award ceremony, which is the rose ceremony. Yeah. But I, so I guess what the the big thing is that they can do, and I'm sorry, they're going to end up getting, pitting these women against each other, even though they say they're not. I think that they will. Oh, they will. But I saw them last night on um, Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. And they still seem very friendly. They both like maybe they're going to be the best friends out of anything. I think so. um, But, but it is going to be a thing where, the men can opt. Think of it as Nick Vile said, this is going to operate more like Bachelor in Paradise because the guys can opt not to accept a rose because they're here for the other one. Dog situation. Yeah. So like like we saw in a preview where Rachel's rose is rejected by a guy who says, I'm sorry, I'm only here for Gabby. And then <laughs> and vice um, versa. I like that. Yeah, yeah. and then Reality Steve oh revealed that both Rachel and Gabby will each have four hometown dates. Okay, so we know that in advance. The okay. same number they'd get if they were doing right. the solo season. And it's um, kind of fun listening to them compare notes. Um, I, you know, I like he's kind of weird. What do you think? You know, yeah. it was kind of like fun in seeing that happen. Yeah, instead of having, I was surprised. So was I because we were like, we were down with it initially. Like, why do we need two women? But I think it's a fun twist. Yeah, I thought it would be cringier, but it wasn't at all. the cr- The cringiest moment, well, besides the magician and the twins, was the guy who came out with a choir and oh. sang the song oh, yeah. about oh. Clayton Eckhart and how much he sucks. Yeah, they, that the, song went on way too long. Way too long, he had and four, it was mean. It was four kids, like ten and under, singing a cappello, and I think a cappello. Acapella. Like Gabby and Rachel were sick of everyone saying, "I know." They, they keep bringing up Clayton. Clayton. They're not into it. No, they're I wasn't not either. It. Clayton is disgusted by his portrayal. I believe that. Um. But, I mean, a chorus, several verses, choreography. It was. St- hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It was just so much. And then the guy who brought the meatball sub. Oh, I, <laughs> oh, I missed that one. 
I missed that one. I'm Fabio on a horse. Oh, that was epic. And they didn't want to hug him because he was oiled. Uh-huh. And they had their pretty dresses <laughs> right. on. This sounds like fun. It actually... Because it's more Bachelor in Paradise yeah. with the two fun. women. I didn't want to like it. I didn't think I would. But I thought, I got to peek at it for the show. It's my oh, job. Yeah. And then suddenly... I'm watching it after the commercial break, and then I'm like, oh, I don't have to watch commercials. I tape. So I kept going forward, but there, I was like, wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grant, have you ever watched The Bachelor or Bachelorette? Yes, I did back in the day a little bit. Lily and I would watch it occasionally. Um, you know, not occasionally, a couple seasons, but yeah. we lost it. I think the last, like, three we didn't because it yeah. just kind of lost its oh, luster. Oh, yeah, but this might be kind of fun to dip into. But based on what it. you're saying, I am. I mean, the twins, the meatball sandwich. Yeah, I, I mean, know. Let's have some Gumby, fun. Gumby, some guy in a blue Gumby outfit. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is that? And they, so they've got some new rules, so they are mixing it up, and maybe yeah. it is um, going to be like um uh you know the most dramatic season ever well we we expect and jesse palmer has taken all the um classes from chris harrison of what to do with his hands yes how to talk with his hands Mm -hmm. how to add drama Mm -hmm. to how you know he delivers the message yeah Um, and this is the most guys they've ever had on a show because they basically had to add more yeah 32 men yeah well, so it's not that many more. Okay. Usually it's 25, though. Okay. 24 or 25. I, I'm kind of excited. Mm-hmm. I have to admit. And I initially, I didn't watch Clayton's season at all. Dudley Do-Right, as you called him. Yeah. Because <laughs> I just was burnt out and I didn't want to. And he seemed like a doof. Mm-hmm. We were disappointed when he even got chosen. Oh, very there much There needs so. to be some sexual chemistry for the viewer. Yeah. Give us a little something. But mm-hmm. I think some of the guys are hot. Very, very yeah. much so. I'm I'm, I'm here for this. Yeah. We we're are, here for this. Yeah. All right. Grant, tell us what's going on with the traffic. Absolutely. Before we get to that, I don't know if I did hear you say, but we did post kind of this thing where what to expect with these new rules. rules that, with the bachelor. Yeah, on our LoJ mm-hmm. show sheet. So right, if you kind of want to learn it all and figure out what's new and what to expect, okay. that is on the LoJ show sheet there. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Tuesday, July 12th. Well, the Emmy nominations happened this morning. And um, let's just say that there were some... There were a few surprises that I was quite happy about. There were some real noticeable snubs. There was some history that was made. Um, for example, Zendaya, Zendaya made history as the youngest female producer nominated for an Emmy as she got four nods for Euphoria. Yes. and um, season two. Which season was, two, which, which was, was interesting. Which was the most painful. Yep. And... Um, yeah, when I looked at this list, but um, Seth Meyers got his first late night show nomination. Jimmy Kimmel snubbed. Bowen Yang was the only member of SNL to be nominated. And um, no acting noms for Stranger Things. Julia Garner nominated for two things, Inventing Anna and Ozark. Right. And, um, you know, there were some there were some surprises, but like... Yellowstone completely snubbed. This right? is us completely this snubbed. Is Particularly us. Mandy Moore. That one really bothered me. And you know what bothers me about the the this is Shame. us? Shame. <laughs> Shame. Thank you. Thank you. The thing that bothers me about so lead actress in a drama series mm-hmm. is where Mandy Moore should have been nominated. Mm-hmm. And Zendaya nominated for Euphoria. Jody Comer for Killing Eve and Sandra O oh for Killing Eve. They'll cancel each other yep. out. Laura Linney for Ozark. Cannot argue with that. She was okay. fantastic. 
Sand, uh, uh, Melanie Linsky for Yellow Jackets. Love that. Yes, great nod. And great Reese nod. Witherspoon for The Morning Show. First of all, it should what? have been Jennifer Aniston if they were going to nominate either of them because Jennifer, Jennifer had a way more powerful role in the True. second season. But that was Mandy Moore's spot. Yes. Right or there. Sandra Oh and Jodie Comer. I think they could have. I don't know. That last season, I mean, eh. <laughs> Yeah, any of those three. I can't believe that Mandy Moore was so snubbed at the and end. And this of the, is us because it was one of the. I yeah, mean, it all only three got one. Watch that one nomination. Oh. It wasn't for show or anything. No, that's a, that's that's a, that with the amount of emotion that that show created, especially over the last year, how that did not get any. It's a flat out snub. It is hundred percent. It's a flat out snub. No. On on a on a note that I was happy about in okay. supporting actress, I was so happy for Rhea Seahorn from Better Call Saul. She plays Kim. I don't watch it. She's been overlooked for never been nominated. Never, no. This yeah. is very exciting. Very good. And I was very excited for Quinta Brunson, and um, she's lead actress in a comedy series for Abbott Elementary. Oh yes. Oh, yeah. And then two of her co-stars um, got nominated for. For Abbott Elementary. So I was glad about that because, you know, that's, that's a, a network sitcom mm-hmm. comedy. And um, and then I have a real bone to pick with the Emmys for taking a lifetime movie drama series, Pam and Tommy, and, giving and it. nominating the hell out of it. They did? They did? They did yes! yes. It got oh, 10 was... nominations. Oh. And the offer got nothing. Why? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Well, the thing with the Pam and Tommy, um, oh, outstanding limited series over the offer. Yeah. Oh, that's such a that's um, a snub. They also got Lily James, outstanding lead actress, and, um, and, and Sebastian Stan, Stan, outstanding lead actor. I, I, Sebastian Stan was unwatchable. He that. was unwatchable. I so, thought so. They could have had Matthew Goody there in the offer. Yeah. Um, I was glad uh, Hamish Hamish Patel from yes. Station Eleven. Oh yes, that he was, was nominated. I and, never watched Station Eleven. Was that good? Oh, that's a great show. I loved it. You loved it. Some people had their thoughts about it, but you and I All loved right. it. Yeah. It, it's a Michael good one. Keaton for Dope Sick. Oscar Isaac from Scenes from a Marriage. No, that was a terrible show, and he, he shouldn't have been nominated. Andrew Garfield under the Banner of Heaven. He was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And Colin Firth playing the most unlikable character he's ever played in The Staircase, which I watched like maybe five episodes and I, I, I keep needing to go back. I couldn't even make it. I made it. It's a disturbing two. story. Yep. And Tony Cub, but they're very good in it. And, and I thought that Colin should have been nominated just for the salad tossing scene that I saw sure. him do with Tony Collette. That was quite shocking. <laughs> yes, it was. So, but yeah, um, Christina Ricci for Yellow Jackets and Melanie Linsky for Yellow Jackets in two different categories, but nothing for Julia Lewis, Juliet Lewis. No, who I think was better than Christina Ricci. Well, there's They were all good. But the one that really, because White Lotus, I know some people really loved, mm -hmm. but it got so many nominations compared to like This Is Us, compared This Is Us to the White Lotus. 20 nominations. It's ridiculous. For the, and so I'm glad Jennifer Coolidge got nominated. HBO had a lot of people on the memo, on the Emmy. Yeah. Severance got some recognition. I'm glad because that's such a weird, wonderful show. But, uh, and Billy Crudup for the morning show and, and some of our favorite actors from Squid Game. But like guest actress in a comedy, four actors, actresses from Hacks got nominated. They're just going to cancel, cancel each other they're- out. 
You know, and either Jane Lynch or Harriet Walter will win. And there, there's a lot of can Ted Lasso and supporting actors, and mm-hmm. they'll cancel each other out. Abadell, yeah, there's a lot. So the Succession actors, every single actor on Succession was nominated, including their guest stars, Alexander Skarsgård and Adrian Brody. I'm sorry, that last season, I did not. It was love. only good the last three episodes. I did not mm-hmm. love that at all. Mm-hmm. Do you watch that yet, Grant? What was that? Succession? Are yeah. You oh, Succession. Yeah. Yeah, the last little bit, I like it. It's a little confusing at first, but yeah, it's good. Yeah. I don't know. You know, there were some, I'm glad, you know, for some things, but the, the This Is Us and No Mandy Moore uh, and, and the offer just completely being overlooked. I was thinking maybe it wasn't eligible. Maybe, th- maybe that's true. Mm-hmm. Let me see. I don't know. Maybe I don't know true. when it aired because it, that might be true. You know the things because some but of these Seth Rogen for Pam and Tommy in that. supporting actor in a limited role. What a waste! Murray, Murray Bartlett for the White Lotus or Steve Zahn, but there's three people from the White Lotus in that category. Three guys. They'll I all... watched three of them, and I just really thought, eh. and oh, only murders. Murray Bartlett was great in the White Lotus as the concierge. The he was the best. <laughs> He and Jennifer Coolidge and the two teenage girls were my favorite. But, I mean, Connie Britton got nominated. Jennifer Coolidge, Alexandra Dardario, mm-hmm. um, Natasha Rothwell, and Sydney Sweeney. So every actor from The White Lotus has been nominated, but it's five women against two actors from Dopesick. Right. And Dopesick was amazing, but I feel like that was out so long ago. I feel like it already won stuff. It was in March. Is when that dropped. Is that it? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. So, Caitlin Deaver and Mayor Winnie. I mean, it's just sort of an interesting, um, you know. But I did like that JB Smoove was announcing <laughs> the names from Curb Your Enthusiasm, yes. and that got a nod um, in the comedy series. That's a tough category. Inventing Anna. Yes. Yes. And we were obsessed for that with a little for a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there were. I think the ones that got me were the Pam and Tommy. Just feels that Lily James. I can understand because she transformed herself. But I Sebastian agree. Stam. None of us could watch him. No, he bugged the crap out of all of us, and he wasn't believable as Tommy. No, and the show overall, we all left. We did. We all left. And After, it had so much salaciousness and everything that you would think would keep us in. Yeah. We all left that we show. Left. We left. I left after two. I couldn't do it. Uh-huh. And Barry, apparently Barry must be really good because that got a lot. <sighs> I, I gave up on that show after one season. I got tired of it. But I love Henry Winkler in it. He's well, he was good. nominated. Yeah. So anyway, there's some... But Yellowstone definitely well, should have... Nothing for 1883. That's the one. Because Yellowstone, the last season, was an ad okay. for everything else. And the but, last season of Yellowstone wasn't its most powerful. All right. I really didn't think so. We were all kind of like, come on. Focus yeah. on Yellowstone. Don't keep doing ads for every little, other show. Remember? It was 1883 a got it for cinematography and music. It and they should have got it for that. Yeah. It was. So the offer debuted on April 28th, which I believe they had to air before May 31st to be eligible. So it is it eligible. It was eligible. Because Obi-Wan Kenobi, The Boys, and um, The Old Man were not eligible being yeah. okay, they debuted it. after. So. And I kind of thought I kind of thought Julia Roberts would get nominated for Gaslit um in the category of an anthology sure. that would have been in a, the Tom and the Pam and Tommy, Tommy category yeah. because she was fantastic as Martha Mitchell. Yeah. To Sean Penn's John Mitchell. It, hey, that, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing that when there's more when it's somewhere else. 
you know, by stars. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, it was that was really good. And Julie Roberts, I mean, television, you know, she's a And you really thought she was that good. She was so good. You just fell in love with Martha, Martha yeah. Mitchell and she was the one right all along about Nixon and the yep. things that happened to her and at at the point when she was known like 75% of Americans in the early 70s knew who she was. Right. And also the first ladies on Showtime, Michelle Pfeiffer, everyone loved her as mm-hmm. Betty Ford. Nothing. Nothing for them. Too much of the same is well, the it's one boring. thing. I it mean, is, can't yeah. we be more creative? The succession, yeah. And White Lotus. Yeah. And Ted Lasso. Well, we got Ozark. There's a lot of Ozark. There's a lot of hacks. I'm happy about Abbott. I'm happy about Better Call Saul because that show, for some reason, FX shows get overlooked. I mean, Mm -hmm. the Americans got very little love. Breaking Bad got nothing. I mean, not Breaking Bad. Sons of Anarchy got nothing. Sons of Anarchy. And just like that got robbed. (laughs) <laughs> Thank God that didn't get any nominations. I'm just kidding. That should have been worse show I'm just rebooting. Kidding. <laughs> yes. I'm just kidding. And the surprise of no one, Amanda Seyfried's weird, weird, weird portrayal of but Elizabeth Holmes. But have you watched Holmes. any of it, Lori? It's no, compelling. It, yeah, no, no, no. But they, they said uh, the Variety had reported it didn't surprise anyone because she was, like, so good. She, it yeah. is... I'm two in, and I just got a little bored, but I would go back because she is that good. You saw that that Bagua guy was found guilty? Oh, her... Her partner her lover. lover, who she said made her scam all the people. Right. <laughs> he was found... When he was, did, like, oh. last week he was oh, found guilty. Okay, when I was on vacation. Yeah. Right. So they're both getting sentenced yeah. to something. All right, so we've got um, something to play for everybody. Yes, we do. Happy Yeah, we'll be right back. All right, who is our lucky seventh caller? Rose was our, se- our winner, and she is a big fan of the station and your show. She said she's been listening for like since the beginning, so oh, she was great. very, very happy. Yay! Very, very All right, good. Rose. What okay. a great name. Uh, this is probably the goopiest story ever. And okay. We've had. Um, <laughs> A lot of goopy stories, but we it is now official who is the greater menace to Hampton society between convicted felon Martha Stewart and Gwyneth Paltrow, a.k.a. Goop, who's constantly trying to do bad things to her kitty. Um, Martha is, uh, Gwyneth is out setting people on fire. So People Magazine reports that two men were sent to the hospital after catching fire during an in-store event at Goop's Sag Harbor location while making tabletop s'mores using candle holders filled with rubbing alcohol, causing a huge explosion in the store. It exploded. One of the men was so badly injured, he had to be airlifted to the hospital, and the other left in an ambulance. A spokesperson for Goop says this. No candles were in use at the time of the accidental fire. Why they would Rubbing make such a alcohol? weird... No, no, but they wanted to make sure that, you know, when sure. it's... Candles were not... The bad like candle would, wasn't being used. That's right. It doesn't smell like burnt hair and barbecue meat, okay? <laughs> that's what they're basically letting us know. Um, that's what they're letting us know. <laughs> oh, by my gosh, Grant. Giving us now. that specific. No candles. You've got to not only keep a close watch on your little pocketbook uh, purse down below when you're around Gwyneth. Apparently, you now got to watch your face, neck, and hands and arms. Who? 
First of all, who would try to make s'mores over rubbing alcohol? Sag Harbor Village Chief of Police, Austin J. McGuire, told People Magazine the incident occurred at Goop's Four Bay Street location on June 25th during a small event. You see how this hasn't gotten out there? Yes. Upon arrival, he said he was informed that stone candle holders were being filled with rubbing alcohol and event goers were using this method to melt marshmallows in the store for s'mores. One wow. of the event managers had seen this technique on TikTok. And of course, Goop always has to co-op everything. Too much rubbing alcohol was added to the candle holders, and so they exploded. But who so, would ever eat? I mean, it just doesn't make sense. They were hosed down with the fire extinguisher that the store had. That's scary. Oh, and that's scary that he was airlifted from Burns. I'm sure he's burned. I sm- I smell lawsuits. Oh yeah, and maybe Goop will put out a candle that'll say something like, "This smells like you'll be hearing from my attorney." <laughs> <laughs> um, well played. That was good. It's a, it's a harder <laughs> to imagine a goopier thing than that to try and make s'mores in your store using candle holders and rubbing alcohol. It just sounds like something kids would do. It's so (laughs) dumb. It does. Terrible. So you can't take advice from this woman. I don't know how many other ways I need to share with you people. Do not take any advice on anything from Gwyneth Paltrow. She does not know what she's doing. This is this is really scary that they would even try that in a store. You in know, a store. I mean, wow. Yeah. Well, she's lucky. I mean, she's there's she's got insurance, sure. but these guys are badly injured with burns wow. on their face, arms, hands, and neck. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Mm-hmm. Okay, now here's the other weird story that I didn't see coming today. Okay. Bradley Cooper <gasps> dating Huma Abedin, Anthony Weiner's ex-wife, Whoa. and Anna Wintour played matchmaker. This to Whoa. me seems like an odd match. Yes, <laughs> Hillary, the top aide to uh, uh, Huma, the top aide to Hillary Clinton, former yes. wife of disgraced politician Anthony Weiner, has been seeing him for the past few months, according to multiple sources. They were introduced by Vogue editor Anna Wintour, who's close with both of them. Anna definitely played matchmaker, said one well-placed source. She's BFFs with Bradley and adores human. A Hollywood insider confirmed that Bradley has been quietly dating her for a few months now. They've kept it really quiet. He broke up with the actress Diana Iagron from Glee. We loved her. We loved her. And started dating whom? I didn't even know he was dating Diana Agron. And a well, another source said, Huma has told a few friends that she had a new man, but she didn't say who it was. She was keeping it very close to her chest. They're perfect for each other. Another source said they're both into power and politics and human affairs, which is, I know, what you want to have somebody say about <laughs> you as a lover and your lover as a lover. Well, I'm really into power, politics, and human affairs, so I think we're going to make a perfect match. <laughs> that is just kind of, you know. That is weird. Uh, but they didn't have a, you know, and she, when she wrote a book, and she came out with her book. Huma? Huma, both. It was called Both Slash and A Life in Many Worlds. 
It came out in in November, and she's an observant Muslim, and she told The Cut how she lost her virginity to Wiener when she married him at age 32. I'm sorry, but say that sentence one more time. I know it, okay. (laughs) Say it again. While promoting her memoir, both and A Life in Many Worlds, that's an awkward title. In November, Abedin, an observant Muslim, told The Cut how she lost her virginity to Wiener when she married him at age 32. (laughs) The pair share a 10-year-old son, and they are just now in the final stages of their divorce. This has been going on for six years. At least. Because that kid was like four when they broke up. Wow. Anyway, this is a... Here's here's like the least, uh, you know, this is... Uh, Just a funny uh, sentence. Bradley is a big step up from Anthony Weiner, uh, oh. to say the least. And then Weiner did it again. Remember, he did it not once, he, but twice. He did. Yeah, yeah, he has obviously, you know... Sexual addiction issues, issues and yeah. exposure issues. He really, uh, he really, it wanted really to show makes the his naughty parts tingle, Julia, in a way that nothing else can. Oh, I know. So that's kind of a goofy story. And then um, Johnny Depp's reached a settlement with the uh, a guy on the movie City of Lies that that uh, was suing him. It was uh, yeah, he was like a location person. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, I don't know how much money, uh, but this was going to go to trial in like eleven days. Oh yeah, so they they settled out of court. So he probably paid. he was too tuckered out from his last messy last it couple was, of messy things. He's like, uh, it's how much he gave Rocky. We don't know, but um, this guy Greg Rocky Book Brooks was a location manager one night in twenty seventeen. This is the movie about a detective trying to so- solve, um, you know, the shooting of. Um, Oh, who were the guys? Who was it? The um, I can't remember this one. Notorious B.I.G. And, oh yeah, and, and uh, Tupac. Biggie, Tupac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- that one. Um, it was sort of this city of lies, and it yes, was a yes. biopic. Yes, and it, we don't know what happened, but um, we're. But anyway, did the, you hear you said a biopic, Lori? Yeah, you I did just, biopic. I said you it. just said, I said it. Look how you're affecting me. Biopic. <laughs> oh I read that wrong. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know how much they paid, but uh, Johnny allegedly offered this guy $100,000 to punch him in the face. Jeez. So I'm thinking he at least paid him $100,000 for this. <laughs> yes, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Minimum. Minimum. Yeah. All right, we'll be back. Stay with us. This is Lori and Julie on My Talk, and you can take us everywhere with the My Talk app.